welcome back to another episode of womanhood in the rough so i got the privilege to interview my doula she is uh i just absolutely love her um it's actually a funny story so when steve and i were pregnant with our first son we had planned to have doulas with our first birth and we did it for a few minutes um so they had told us like because it was during covid um that if i tested negative i could have like my doulas with me um and the doulas were like through the hospital so i you know had them they like tested me but then they like didn't wait for my test to come back and they allowed my doulas in the room and of course they now tested positive of that's a whole nother story tested positive and they took my doulas away and I did not have a great experience and this time around um I had my hopes on having a doula again and when we were interviewing we came down to a few and we chose uh aubrey because she was i just loved her she was so sweet and had like such a great personality like was super funny but also like that like personality that you could definitely rely on when you needed her the most and she we were planning on a hospital birth and she was totally prepared and one of the things that i was still super concerned about was having um covid come into play again and so halfway through my pregnancy (laughs) it was like i was actually third trimester and we like had one of our in-home meetings and she came in and i was like so we are switching to a home birth and (laughs) she was super excited so she was there with me and i had a midwife and it was the best experience ever and her motto is once your doula always your doula and i absolutely love that if i have any more kids in the state of wisconsin um i will definitely be having her again and i'm sending all of my friends her way because she is absolutely amazing love her to the moon and back so i hope you enjoy this episode and interview with her because like i said she is just a blast so a little disclaimer on this episode and the next episode uh, that i will be releasing is the audio um as i was recording this and editing we had problems uh, with the audio due to Wi-Fi and app issues, so just bear with it. Uh, I am fixing it because someone did also bring it to my attention earlier, so I am resolving this issue, but just bear with it the next episode or so. Hi, my name is Aubrey, and I am um, a wife and stay-at-home and a doula. I have been married for seven years to my husband, and we have three children together. So we have Lola, who's four, Nora, who's three, and Axel, who's seven months. Um, When I got married, I was 26. So I wanted kids pretty quickly, and my husband didn't really care either way. And I think that's why, you know, we dated for a year and a half before we even got married. Mm. And when I when I asked him, like, let's move this along, it was kind of weird because I think I was the one that proposed. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was in a hurry. So I was like, okay, are we going to move this along? And he was just so content, just having fun and being together that I was like, I want a business to start, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So we decided, you know, we got married and yeah, I was 26. I really wanted to get that done by 25. um, And I missed that mark. So after we got married, I was like, okay, let's go on a last ditch vacation Yeah, so my husband and I went on a vacation to, like, last hoorah before we start to have a family. And um, it didn't take long. We got pregnant the first cycle with our oldest, Lola. Um, She's four. She'll be five next week. And it's crazy. I've got a three-year-old. So that put us at the two under two. Yeah. Um, and that was a nightmare. And you know what that's like yes. in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a lot. And at the time when I worked, um, when I was working, I, I had my first baby. I really wasn't sure if I wanted to be a stay at home. And we honestly weren't sure if financially that was something we could do. Mm-hmm. Um, but after 10 weeks of maternity leave, I was like, I don't see myself going back to work. And I did. I went back to work for a week and I quit at the end of that week. Wow. Yeah, it was it was one of those things where I remember like brushing our teeth at night that first week I was back at work and just crying to my husband. Like, I I can't do this. I hate going to work. I hate it. (laughs) And, you know, now looking back on it, I think, wow, how insane, because it is so much work to be a stay at home. Yeah. And I totally went down that road. Mm. <laughs> All right. So one of the hard things I think for me was saying goodbye to our pre-kid lifestyle, like being social, going out, having fun whenever we wanted and not like dragging kids in tow um all of our friends didn't have kids and most of them were getting married while we started having kids so Mm -hmm. you know it was it was an adjustment period to watch all of our friends have all this fun and live vicariously through them and then you know we're kind of tied down in a way yeah so it was awesome that we got to have all these like extra little years with kids but Mm -hmm. also miss out on that social aspect was kind of an adjustment and then another hard thing I guess would be the morning uh morning my loss of my pre-baby body Mm -hmm. I really always felt like I was fit and I was capable and I had a lot of energy and then you have kids and it's you know you don't look good in the clothes you used to wear and you feel good about yourself um and you realize it's all in your head because for me my husband didn't look at me any different Mm, yeah oh sorry I love that no that's definitely I definitely feel that like I definitely like we were also you know first married first to have kids and a lot of our friends actually still don't have kids so it's like you go to hang out with your friends and you're like oh we gotta put the babies to bed oh we gotta so it's like this yeah Ugh, and you feel bad, but you yeah. know, it actually points in the direction of who your friends really are too, though. Mm, yeah. 
that way because the ones that hang around they're like totally cool with it and even involved in your group lives those are the ones that you want to stick around when yeah. they have been yeah um, it's going to be a village that's going to be your your village yeah so what is something that you found is like easy or comes natural like you know since having kids sure um that's kind of a fun one because I didn't really picture myself like this but once I had kids I kind of like just got into the flow of motherhood really easy like I had that like motherly instinct almost that like troubleshooting the stages of the babies like the teething and the sicknesses and all those things yeah was no problem like all of our kids slept through the night by three months um you know every fever that we ever had yeah it was a rough one night and then we were fine Mm. and I just always kind of trusted that like okay the baby is safe we're okay yeah we'll get through this and so yeah it just it didn't I didn't really sweat the small stuff I guess and I did that on my own naturally so I'm really glad that I'm one of those moms because some moms just don't adapt well to (laughs) those kids having those issues yeah um, they're not good at figuring that out yeah so So, i i always say like as a doula when i have like my clients and things Mm -hmm. and they have questions about the different stages i'll still have clients reach out even up to a year after Mm -hmm. with something um and you know i always tell them just just listen to your baby don't yeah. like do a bunch of google searches and stuff right away yeah. you're the mom and yeah. you know what's up to them and a lot of times that's really just being their mom mm. yeah close so okay so you mentioned being a doula so how do you balance having kids a husband being a stay-at-home mom and also running your own business yeah that's been a learning curve uh that i've slowly gotten ahead of but it came down to this this last year especially with now having a third baby Mm he's seven months so that's been crazy i was still serving clients pregnant i was going to births while pregnant yeah um so i just prioritize so Mm -hmm. i kind of have like an internal hierarchy in my head and it's husband kids then work Mm. and that's how I do it um and when things get hairy and I need to like you know readjust or kind of sit down and look at the big picture I always prioritize myself first to reset kind of like a palate cleanser yeah I do self-care and that kind of thing and that usually gets me back in focus. And I can say, okay, no, I've been lacking at this, giving this to my husband, yeah. so I'm gonna do this. And then I notice that he's happier, so then my children are happier. And it just kind of mm-hmm. has that trickle down effect, and then yeah. I'm more motivated to put positive energy into my business. Yeah. So it all just kind of balances a little bit better. Yeah. So you mentioned like recharging, like self-care. So what do you, what's your favorite thing to like recharge? Oh yeah. Um, what isn't my favorite thing to recharge? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I had it my way, I'd be spending like weekends at the spa, right? Yes. That doesn't always fly. <laughs> 
So um, I just I just get really good at giving time to myself. I have my little hobbies that are kind of like my own little time. Um, yeah. I used to do um, like makeup with my sister. She had a wedding business. So she'd okay. go on site and do wedding makeup and hair. And I would do that. She no longer does that in the area. Now she's moved. Mm. So like for me, if I can spend like an hour something to myself and like actually do my makeup nice and do yeah. my hair and feel like an like an actual female yeah for a little bit i'm like it's like the best day yeah um and when i need that i just tell my husband i'm doing this mm. i used to ask and then i realized that's kind of a cultural thing yeah. where like women feel like they have to ask their husband's permission to go do something mm. if it's involved kids yeah and I'm like I'm not doing that anymore and I don't have to do that anymore and he's always been so like yeah go for it mm. oh you can go do this and do that I've got it yeah and I that's, I guess that that was in my head I wasn't gonna be able to do that with each kid like it's yeah. gonna get less and less mm. but um it's not that way anymore. I'm, it took me three kids to realize I can expect more, and I have a, a, like a fifty percent partner in the parenting. Mm. I, you know, that's really funny that you say that because I find that so many moms, you know, lose their self in becoming a mom, or they're like they find their identity and being a stay-at-home mom and they're like this is my job this is like who i am and so therefore they don't ask for help and they find nope. themselves like drowning right and then you know it's it starts to peek through where they start to get that burnout and it pokes through in like the yelling at your kids out of nowhere mm -hmm. or you know just complaining but complaining outwardly because you don't feel like you can say it directly to your spouse, but you're just so fed up mm. that you start saying it out loud, and then you feel like resentment. Yeah, and it's it's not a healthy cycle to get into. And even now, if I have one of those situations, I have to like look back. I have to stop myself and like, okay, obviously I need a break. Yeah, and my husband's onto it. Like he knows now. Yeah. And we've just discussed that as in, if I start doing this, mm. I mean, then you know I need a break. Yeah. And, and it's been a great system ever since because he's so much more in tune to what I am putting out, yeah. you know, without me actually having to, like, get yeah. angry and yell at him about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what is, like, one piece of advice for moms? Yeah, um, you know, that's, I really only, like, give advice to, like, my friends and things because I like to, I know them so intimately that mm. I can say, like, I can tell you're struggling here and this is what I was saying to try to fix that, yeah. you know? But if I give some neutral advice, like I was just thinking, I would say that you need to get your husband mm. even before you get married um even before you have kids make sure that that guy is aware that once you become parents you're doing it together yeah. it's not in me i'm gonna be the mom thanks for giving my, me my kids and now i don't need you anymore mm, um, yeah you need to stick it out there are so many people who just 
throw in the towel and say, well, if he's not going to help me, that's fine. I'll just do it all. I'll do it all. Mm. That's not healthy. You yeah. aren't supposed to do it all. You married your partner because you wanted a partner. Yeah. So expect that. Oh, absolutely. That I 100% agree with you. Um, so, like, on the topic of, you know, marriage, is there, you know, something with that you found over the years that has been like helpful and you know would like to give advice to those who are married or have kids for sure um i always tell everybody and my husband and i did this probably three or four months leading up to the birth of our third and that is a once a week marriage meeting just the two of you no Mm -hmm. kids like after the kids go down yeah so once a week we sit down we talk logistics we ask each other for help um wherever we need it and we just give each other some positive feedback like this week you did this great and i really really loved it or thank you i'm so glad that you know like that I did all the dishes this week like those things can go so far because I think both of you in parenthood and marriage feel like you're failing a lot Mm -hmm. and I think it's nice when you get noticed for doing something that you just think is is normal yeah but it just it's that positive um outlook on life together that will make things so much easier and you communicate so much better when you practice once a week because you don't even realize it when you're a stay-at-home mom or you're both one of the working you forget to talk to each other or how to talk to each other yeah so I would do that once a week meeting and then a once a month date night Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's watching TV after the kids go down and making yourself a frozen pizza like Mm -hmm. if that's the best you can do that's great and you should make it make a point to put it on the calendar schedule that no I again I agree with you you're saying some good stuff here (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay so I do want to like talk about because you know the whole reason I did have you on here or part of the reason was um, to talk about you being a doula so I kind of want to talk about like how you got started and why you're so passionate about this Right, so, well, I guess it goes back to my first baby, um, Lola, I I mean, it wasn't a great experience, the birth, um, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to go into detail, but I don't like to be that guy, <laughs> but I think everybody needs to have a why, Yeah. Um, and she was my why, and I think I always fantasize about having a doula for my own birth, and I was like, no, that's something that babies do, you know, that's way too out for me. And I was very conservative and, you know, Mm. just not interested in inviting somebody else into that really sacred private space. And then after I had that rough go at it, I decided, okay, now I'm going to do things completely differently because I need to make this better. Yeah. So for Nora, I hired a doula, my husband and I, and my husband, who was a little apprehensive after the fact one i achieved the natural delivery that i wanted and yeah. two my husband was so much more involved mm. it was great yeah so when our friends started to have kids it was like are you gonna hire a doula or do you need to hire a doula and i was like why don't i become a doula not that i want to be the doula for my friends yeah i just thought this is something that i am 
free time to go out and find. Mm. And I was like, but why don't I just do it? <laughs> because I really did love work. When yeah. I had a natural delivery after an episode and a whole nightmare, I was yeah. like, I love giving birth. Yeah. For, it's a spiritual journey, and I just felt so empowered by it that that was my... That was my how am I going to be a doula? Oh, it's by achieving this natural delivery and actually appreciating it for what it is and then telling other moms that they can do it too. Mm, yeah. No, I love that. I, I mean, that's definitely very similar. Like, birth, like, you know, first one for me was like, nope. And then second one, it was like, I told, I literally told Steve, I said, I could keep doing this. And he was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> No man wants to hear that. Or no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay, so I do want to talk about why do you think someone should have a doula, whether it's in the hospital or at home? Right. Um, well, there's there are a lot of big ones for mm-hmm. that, but I really think that if you find someone that is going to guide you through it, and get you through that finish line mm. that's that's so important because I think so many moms have zero faith in their body mm. and it's not their fault it's a cultural thing where yeah. we've just heard time and time again oh birth is hard you're gonna hate it or mm. oh my god my birth was the worst um, it doesn't have to be that way and it's so nice and refreshing to hire somebody who says well you can do it and I've done it and many women have done it and done it well and you can too yeah and i guess that refreshing person that's going to take you through it with a positive Mm. mindset rather than you know if you hire a doctor choose the wrong doctor for example yeah what the doctor just tells you like okay well if you want the epidural you're totally welcome to do it like Uh, yeah you know, isn't it nice to have somebody who shares in your goals? Yeah. I think so. And for um, a spouse, it brings that spouse into having that baby. It involves mm-hmm. that birth, where they're not just the sideline, you know, guy hanging out, watching it all go down and happen to his wife. He's actually going through it with her. Yeah. So I think that's why you hire a doula, because that doula is going to facilitate guiding dad through something that he might not even know mm. where to begin with. And yeah. men are not very good at admitting to themselves that they're unsure about something. Mm, yes. <laughs> they're not going to stop and ask for direction. They're probably not going to just be the first person to say, let's hire a doula. Yes. <laughs> Some men are. And if you are that man, I love you. But <laughs> all the women out there, don't be afraid to say yeah. to your husband, babe, I think I want to hire a doula. Mm. And then don't be afraid if they're a little hesitant to give them reasons why and tell them, you know, the statistics and find a few doulas that you can say, can we just meet her? Let's just meet her and see because it might change what you think a doula is. Mm. Okay, so I guess obviously it depends on each woman, but you personally as a doula, do you prefer to work uh, alongside moms who are in the hospital home birth or you're just kind of like you know whatever (laughs) well it's just so different yeah I don't have a preference because they are 
two very different jobs. Mm, yeah. Um, in the hospital, I feel like, you know, it's more frontline work because yeah. you're going into a hospital where one, you may not be familiar with their policies. Maybe you've never worked with that care provider before. That parent is probably hiring you because they want to ensure that nothing happens to them that they are not accepting of. Mm. Um, and I think that that's, it's just a different thing you get hired for. Hospital births are hiring you most of the time to protect them from procedures. And yeah. a home birth is hiring you to be a supportive and calming presence. Mm. So it's just different. And for me, I love going to a home birth because yeah. the mom is so much more... Um, at peace and comfortable in her surroundings mm -hmm. and it's almost like she lets all those guards down yeah i find that when i go to like a hospital sometimes just being in the hospital regardless of if they wanted to be there if you don't want to be at home don't be at home because that's mm -hmm. gonna mess with your head the flow of everything yeah but if you want to be in the hospital that's great but a lot of times because they're still unfamiliar with that environment um it still has a guard up kind of and Labors just tends to slow down a little bit when those yeah. things happen. People they don't know walk in. So at home, they know everybody in the room, you know? Yeah. Okay, so actually, give me two seconds. Zion is crying. So. Oh, no problem. Yeah. Cry. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, so one last question. I would love for you to talk about, you know, your business and, like, do you just do, like, doula stuff or, like, what does that encapsulate? Oh, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I guess I started my business in 
from time of hire all the way up to six weeks postpartum. Um, but then I also get the random placenta um, client that just wants me to meet them after the birth and grab the placenta and encapsulate and deliver it back to them. So okay. I've also been doing that a little bit um, too. I've got, you know, a birth here and then I might have three placentas and then I'll have another birth. And um, that's stretched over a few months, but it's nice. And you meet really cool, interesting um, people through it. Yes. Because there aren't very many encapsulators yeah. in it. Yeah. No, thank you so much for, you know, coming on here and, like, just talking about everything. Yeah. Well, I was just thrilled that you asked me um, because, well, first of all, I'm thrilled that you're doing this. I think this is so awesome. And Aww. it's something that, like, you need as much as your listeners need. Mm. Like, your content, I love your topic. Um, just moms who... You know, want to talk about stuff that you can't just talk about mm, yeah all the time yeah so I, I commend you for it and it's a really great way to process motherhood um for you and then you know for your listeners too so way to go I was excited that you asked <laughs> well thanks so you're actually the one that encouraged this so really okay. yeah <laughs> so but Thank you so much. I will, yeah, I will talk to you later. I will, you know, let you know when I release this episode. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. And then I want, if, I don't know if you have any artwork or anything, but I'll, I'll put it on my, um, my Instagram page too. Yeah, for sure. Because I've got quite a few, like, doula followers, so maybe they'd be interested to hand off your podcast info to, like, clients and yeah. Be great. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I will talk to you later. Okay. Have a good one. Thanks, you too. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. After having our second son, I have such a heart for women to experience the natural childbearing experience and also just to like be a part of that process is really unique and cool and to have a doula is honestly not even just for the mom and woman but also for the husband i think it's such an important thing that is becoming more and more a thing to have a doula present at your birth and so it was really fun to interview her just to like hear from her perspective and like why she does what she does and why she loves the work so highly encourage all y'all pregnant women out there if you don't have a doula y'all should go and grab one if you need a doula definitely hire opry if you're in the wisconsin area i have such a blast making these episodes for you guys and interviewing different women in different stages of life so what you can do to help me out is leave a review on apple Podcasts or spotify and also share this with your friends and family this is Elise Feathers, and I'll see you next time on Women Hidden the Rough.